0: you are entering an alternate reality of space and time artificial intelligence and the unknown in future tech i'm your host jason sherman in today's episode of future tech i'm going to talk about what the future of aging will look like i wonder have you ever thought what it would be like if you could live forever what if you had immortality? What would you do with it? Well, I don't want to go too far into science fiction and I want to stay more with science. So I'm going to break down these like techniques people have had in the cell aging process that are potentially going to like ward off diseases as we age. And they've found techniques that can restore the function of older cells using these newer cells, which reduces our biological age. It might sound like sci-fi, but it's it's not. It's It's real. And some of these techniques will heal our wounds faster or just obliterate diseases completely by using rejuvenated cells. So one of the things I want to really kind of start off with is the fact that The mindset I'm noticing people like Jeff Bezos and other notable billionaires who are pouring billions of dollars into this age-related research is they're using a longevity mindset. And I found this longevity mindset outlook or lifestyle very interesting because I feel like I've been doing some sort of version of it. And I'm curious if you guys do too. So what the longevity mindset is, it's basically that death is inevitable. Like we're all going to get old, we're all going to die. But there's a moment when we kind of convert from being youthful to adult-like and old, right? And the longevity mindset is to hang on to that youthful sensibility and youthful physical and mental well-being as long as possible. This isn't just your health right? This is your mindset. So it's who do you connect with community-wise? What kind of stuff are you engaging on? Are you reading books, watching movies? Are you trolling people on Facebook or Twitter? What are your sleep, diet, and exercise habits? Now, if you've listened to my podcast before, not Future Tech, but other episodes of my regular podcast, you've heard me talk about Exercising regularly, doing yoga, meditation, sleeping well, and of course, dieting. And diet is a nasty word to me because I don't feel like I'm on a diet. I just feel like I eat really healthy. And there's a difference because diets are specific to whoever invented the diet or whoever came up with the diet. Whereas eating healthy is to me common sense. Just eating plant based foods, you know, don't eat processed junk. Now, People don't understand or realize or they don't care about this, but the foods that you put into your body are either destroying it or helping it. So you have to ask yourself, do you want to live 30 years longer than most people? Then you better be eating healthy foods. You better be getting proper sleep. And you have to exercise. I go for multiple walks a day. I do yoga. I do resistance band training. I walk my little dog, Wolfie. And I'm constantly staying active. So that's the longevity mindset. It's basically trying to keep your body as youthful as possible, your mind as youthful as as possible, and just trying to extend your life by being as healthy as possible. Now we go into the cells, right? The stem cells, rejuvenated cells. Theoretically, I'm not a scientist, but from what I understand from the research I've done and the things I've read, they're taking youthful cells and putting them into a body of a, an animal or human that has older damaged cells, whether it's cancer, Alzheimer's, or some you know disease, maybe muscular dystrophy or something. And these cells are rejuvenating the older cells, which then makes them youthful and new and not damaged. So maybe what they're saying is they can repair eyesight. So if you're blind, and your eyes have damaged cells, they can inject new rejuvenated cells and give you sight or hearing, or maybe you're paralyzed and it can rejuvenate your spinal cord or any other muscles around the cells that are damaged. Again, I'm not a scientist, but what does this really mean? And I think the future of aging, here's what I think it looks like. I think it looks like if you have the means to... Have an AI robot, which is a medical robot, in your home, and you have uh, uh, some sort of device. You know, we'll talk. We'll, we'll say it's like a bay or a docking station or something for your body, where you can lay down. It can scan your body for any ailments, diseases, or issues that you have, and this AI doctor can perform different techniques or experiments or uh, you know tech- methods or any kind of medical diagnosis and treatments for your body to help you stay alive longer whether it's replacing an organ by creating a new one using cells or if it's if you're wounded and it can repair it with nanobots and and stem cells and any other kind of technologies i mean look we don't know what we're going to see in the future but we know that in the past 50 years Technology has advanced more than the entirety of history combined in the span of just 50 years. We've gone to space. We have the internet. We have smartphones. We have GPS satellites. We have everything. It's crazy how we're living in a sci-fi world. So it's only inevitable for medical and health to catch up to that, and when people see the experiments we run on the International Space Station and all the scientific breakthroughs that were happening with you know vaccines being created much quicker and being able to grow food in space and other cellular scientific uh, experiments, it's inevitable for us to be able to live longer as well so again, there's these billionaires like Jeff Bezos, he invested in a company called Alto's Labs. They're pursuing biological reprogramming technology, which is basically turning old cells young again. So why is he putting money into this? He thinks that it's going to work, right? Uh, some scientists are calling it the elixir of life. Uh, the Nobel Prize agreed, you know, the medicine committee. And there's a, a, a place called Calico Labs that Google backed, and they're focusing on longevity Via reprogramming as well. And there's another one called Lineage Cell Therapeutics, backed by major corporations. And even a crypto company, Coinbase. CEO Brian Armstrong, he also invested in a company working on radically extending human health span using epigenetic rep- reprogramming therapies. That's a mouthful. Altogether, the anti aging industry is expected to grow to over $64 billion by 2026 which is just four years away. And in 2020, right when the pandemic started, it was only 44 billion. So that's a pretty big increase in money going in. These people seem to think there's a way to at least extend our lives to make them better. Because a lot of people, when they reach a certain age, whether it's 40, 50, 60, they start to deteriorate fast. That's when cancer comes in. That's when people's people need their body parts replaced, their organs are failing, they need pills to stay alive, machines to stay alive. And why can't we reverse that? Why can't we make it where as you get older, you don't deteriorate? You just stay healthy. Your bones don't break. Your organs don't fail. Your body stays fit well into a 100 years old. So getting old doesn't have to suck because we always say, oh, getting old sucks. I mean, I don't want to talk about the things I've been dealing with, but I'm in my mid-40s and I'm already dealing with some minor health issues that are kind of annoying. (laughs) And I'm like, I want some of these rejuvenated cells. I want to reprogram my cells. If I could, I would. I'm not a billionaire, so I can't. But I'm sure these billionaires are out there trying these techniques and breakthrough methods to make their bodies healthier and live longer. So I think when people talk about immortality or living a long life or removing death from the equation. I think that they're looking at it from the wrong perspective. I like the longevity mindset. It's a good mindset. So think of it like this. Instead of eliminating death, which... Do we all really want to live forever? I mean, what are we going to do if we live forever? You're going to be bored eventually. (laughs) I mean, look at all the movies we've seen where immortals roamed the earth for a thousand years and they were just miserable because they were just so bored. There was nothing, they, they couldn't die. There was nothing they could do that would, there was nothing new for them to learn. So let's look at it from the perspective of how can we live the last 30 years of our lives? And keep in mind, these last 30 years are added onto our regular lifespan. So if your regular lifespan is 70, 75, you live to 105. If it's 80, 110. Sounds crazy, but mark my words, when you future people are watching this video from decades ago, you'll say, man, he was right. We're living until 100 years old now. That's the average lifespan. The main thing is it's going to be disease-free, organ-failing-free. You'll feel good. You'll be able to still play sports. You'll still be able to pick up your grandkids. You'll be able to go for runs and do everyday activities without being hindered by failing bones and organs and diseases. So I think it's more about removing diseases from the equation, removing osteoporosis and arthritis and major diseases like cancer from the equation. Because when you can remove these these issues that are causing us to die, right? Because let's, let's, let's put it out on the table. It's diseases, heart attacks, strokes, you know, all these tons of, tons of, of ailments and diseases that are constantly threatening people and hurting people. Those are the culprits. Death is just the end result. So we want to eliminate the middleman, right? the, the, the things that are causing death. And that's where I think the future of aging is headed. It's removing all of those so that we still die, but we die in less pain and in less less problematic issues. And we're able to enjoy the last 30 years. And I'll leave this off with, what are we going to do with those last 30 years? Because <laughs> you've already lived an entire lifetime, right? We're, we're used to living 70 to 80 years if we're lucky. Some people die 40, 50, 60. There's accidents as well. You can die even earlier. But let's just say for the sake of, of this, you're living to 70 to 80 years old, and now you're like, oh, I still got 30 years to go. What am I going to do? Well, here's what I'm thinking. A lot of people throughout history thrived in their older years. People like Leonardo da Vinci and Albert Einstein and, you know, all these older inventors and artists and creators and scientists, they really came through with these breakthroughs in their later years. Imagine if all of the people who are these artists and scientists and creators and inventors and really important people who have brilliant minds don't die at 60 or 70 or 80. They keep creating, keep inventing, keep making the world a better place for another 30 years. Imagine the immense potential of breakthroughs that will come out of that that's going to be called some sort of period in, in history, like the Renaissance and you know all these different industrial revolution. We're going to have the longevity revolution or the creative revolution or some sort of new time period when this explosion in hundred-year-old people are helping the world solve the largest problems. And by then we might even not even be on earth. We might even be on Mars or the moon or other planetary systems that we've discovered. And by then we might be able to send people because their lives aren't so short. So maybe a a one year trip is no big deal when you got a hundred years to live. Think about that too. It's not going to be such a rush to get things done. When people say in their 40s or 50s, oh, it's not enough time. I don't have enough time to do these things. Now you got twice as long. So we'll be able to create more and not have to worry so much about time constraining us. We'll be able to be more creative. Maybe have a family later in life if you can't do it earlier in life. Maybe you can try new careers or try new business ideas, write a book, make a movie, make music. You can do things well into your 60s and 70s and 80s not worrying so much about your life about to end because you'll have 30 years to enjoy the rewards and the fruits of your labor even though you just finished it in your 60s, 70s and 80s. It could be a whole new era of creation and I am so excited to be a part of this, this whole idea of the longevity mindset. Anyone living today is lucky not only because of the technology we have. Sure, there's a bad side of it, but the good side is that we're able to advance much quicker. We're able to collaborate much easier. And if we can live longer in a healthy way, where do I sign up? I want to hear your thoughts on longevity and aging and where we're headed in the future in the comments. Leave them. I always answer them. I want to hear your thoughts. You heard mine. And as always, I will see you in next week's episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you in next week's episode.